You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Wonder Women, and you guys are with me, Jalisa. And this time around, we have a very interesting guest, Ponsri Sharifa Sabrina, and she happens to be the founder of the environmental group Pertubuhan Pelindung Kazana Alam Malaysia, also known as Perka. So this organization is all out to stop the destruction of the natural resources to defend the rights of the environment and be the voice of nature. So Ponsri, how are you doing? I'm very good. Thank you, Jalisa. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> it's very nice to see you here. You know, looking through at all of the things that you have been doing over the years, it's amazing to see where your NGO stands today as well. So I'm going to dive in straight into the first question, Ponsri. So it has been 11 years now since you founded Perka. So how did it all start? First of all, um, I'm an avid uh, nature lover. I was born in Penang and you know Penang is surrounded with beaches and uh, the Penang hill was my weekend trekking and also I noticed that uh, Malaysia is such a blessed country yeah we have everything we have the sea we have the mountains we have the most beautiful forest and our forest is the oldest forest in the world yeah more yes. older than Amazon so we have the one of the best uh, biodiversity and we have everything so i think we should be grateful why i started to form this ngo because i noticed that um, you know the urbanites are very disconnected from the natural environment and also we tend to uh, not appreciate with mm-hmm. what we have mm-hmm. so that that's the one that made me sad so that's why i formed this ngo thinking that is going to be uh, easy you know mm-hmm. easy fight but it's opposite actually the opposite <laughs> it's opposite. okay so we're going to get into that topic you know later we still are very curious to know how did it all start in terms of did you just wake up one day and say you know what this is what i'm going to start off with i'm going to buy this plot of land and see where it goes so was it the story here for you uh it actually started okay because i'm a outdoor person right. I, i i i love my forest i love my nature But I noticed, as I said, you know, not many Malaysians appreciate what we have. So I was thinking, you know, okay, let me create a resort, you know, resort in the forest where I can bring the, the, the people to the resort and let them see, let them touch, let them feel, let them smell the, 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 the beauty of our nature. Uh, that's how it started. So I, I built Tanaaina, mm-hmm. Tanaaina Resorts. Uh, it's in the middle of our rainforest. And um, Tanaaina has received numerous um, awards from overseas and mm-hmm. national also. Yeah. But unfortunately, in Malaysia, environmentalists are still considered enemy to the government. Mm-hmm. You know, So this is what that I'm, I'm fighting for, to tell that, hey, This is our country, our own country. You know, we should be appreciated with what we have. You know, look at our rivers, look at our waterfall and all mm-hmm. that. So maybe maybe the problem is um, we don't understand the importance of mm-hmm. forests. A lot of people miss the point of yes. how important it is yes. and where can this country go yes. if at all we look into this as yes. well, yes. right? That's why Malaysia, you see, if Malaysia is stated very near to the Katulistiwa, mm-hmm. you know. 
we need canopy. Can the canopy is our forest, mm-hmm. right? So from the geography, yeah, because we have we receive hujan sepanjang tahun, yes, you know, yes. rain almost uh, all year round, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's why we need the forest to absorb the water. Yes. So if we keep cutting the forest, you know, leveling the the, the hills and all that. And besides that, we are destroying our river, which mm-hmm. is our water source, yeah. you know. So this is where that, that I noticed that what we are doing, the government or the authorities, they are not really serious about, uh, you know, looking after our, our forests. I'm not saying that I'm anti-development, yeah. no. You know, but we have to be balanced in everything mm-hmm. because we need forests to survive. Yes. We need our trees to survive, mm-hmm. you know. That's why if we look at our other countries, you no, know, they are competing to plant more trees. Yes. But not in our country. Yeah. So this is not only going to be dangerous, mm-hmm. you know, but it's going to affect our water catchment area. That's very most important thing. And what we see now there is our our wildlife, you know, yeah. we are losing our wildlife. And look at our tigers. You know, they said campaign selamatkan uh, harimau, you know, mm-hmm. uh, save our tigers. But you are destroying their habitats, yes. you know. So what do you expect us to do? Take all the tigers and put put in the cage, is it? Is yeah. that what they want? You I know? think another understanding also is that one is not competing for tragedy, mm-hmm. but rather we need to find that proper balance. Yeah. The more we protect nature, the better it is for all. Yeah. Yes, exactly. All right. So you mentioned earlier about how your journey has not been easy, mm-hmm. right? And also you have faced a lot of challenges as well along the way from what we can grasp. So what has been your biggest challenge here being an environmental activist? Okay. Uh, what I can see all my, my years in this in this fight, yeah, we are in serious problem with our river pollution. You know, why do we have to import plastic waste and we are the largest importing plastic waste, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the liners issues, we have mining going on, logging. It's not following the SOP because I've been to logging area. I've been everywhere in Malaysia to look at our forests. You know, it's it's in pathetic. You know, it's really pathetic, and you know the way they cut the trees next to the river. There's no buffer zone, mm-hmm. nothing, because nobody cares what's happening. And, and you have seen all of this. I have already. seen. That's yeah. why I dare to speak yeah. up. You mm-hmm. know, I have seen all the destruction. It's not that oh, I'm in the building and I'm talking. No, no, mm-hmm. no. I even have my four wheel drive. You know, yeah. to to even I drove myself to enter all these forests and I I yeah. love my forests. I I've been trekking everywhere. I've been name it all the mountains. I've I've uh, done my trekking. You mm-hmm. know, mountain climbing and all that. Even even so um, the battle has been very real because you have seen it. Yes, you have been yes, there and of yes. course the journey as well. It has been yes. a lot of challenges yes. along yes. the way. Yeah. Because also you have to understand our act, yeah. Mm-hmm. Our the forestry act is so outdated, you know. On the 18th of July 2019, yeah, Pekka did a march about 300 of us to Parliament. We walked to Parliament, uh, hoping for the MPs, you know, to amend the the federal constitution and forestry act of 1984 because it's so. Uh, outdated, yeah, 1984 Act 313. 
So the and the biggest flaws is that the the land and forests are under state government. You must so that means um, which you know they can do anything they like. You know. Okay. So not not saying the government or the authorities. I would say also the people. You know the mm-hmm. society. They are folding their arms. You know yeah. they don't want to speak up. Mm-hmm. You know because they are either they are scared or they just don't care because mm-hmm. they still feel that oh we still have enough water we still have our it's, it's that attitude of enjoy it while you can yes. without thinking about what is happening tomorrow yeah. I think you're coming from a very honest place because yeah. this has been a journey of altogether 11 years and yeah. up to today you still don't really see that change no right? no no change <laughs> okay alright so let's go a little bit into the current situation right mm-hmm. in this pandemic mm-hmm. I think a lot of us have also heard this many times especially while we are facing all these issues they also say to us that nature is healing but is there really more to this now whether it's pandemic or what i don't see at all you know deforestation is still going on mining still going on logging still going on in 2015 apaka has done a moratorium on logging where we we want the government to put a halt in logging activities because it's been rampant uh, till now it's not that we are put a stop completely put a stop moratorium to halt logging for about 20 years, something like that. And also in 2018, we set up a petition also on moratorium on logging, but until now it's been, uh, you know, it's been very uh, quiet and no response from the authorities. So as I said, uh, environmental issues has has never been a priority in this country. So even though scientists have uh, revealed that, you know, scientists have said, look, the disease, the pandemic, are also caused by destruction of mother nature. Mother nature, and I believe that 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can imagine uh, when we have less uh, less uh, trees, for example. Uh, So that means we have less filter, mm-hmm. you know, to filter good air, you know, and even though to filter clean water, mm-hmm. yeah, we don't have the trees, the roots to filter all that. You don't have to be a scientist to to know all this, you know. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's very straight. Sense. Yeah, it's, it's straightforward. straightforward. It's, it's right sense. in front of us, but exactly. yet people are not fighting on exactly. this as well. Exactly. So I I don't believe. I mean, I don't blame the government because the people are not taking it seriously mm-hmm. because we are more into development. You know, we look. At, oh, we must have the best education. We have must have the best buildings, the best of this. Mm-hmm. But none of them want to fight. Look, we must have the best air, the yeah. best water, the best environment for the country because that is the basic of life. You yeah. know. And we are so lucky to be in this position because mm. when we talk about our soil, our soil is rich. Very. When we talk about our oceans, we have it all. We, we have, have everything, everything in terms of yeah. in terms of nature. Yeah. It's just the people who are not really focusing yeah. on it as well. You know, I do have friends from Middle East who came to this country and say, oh my God, look at the rain, look at the green, look at, we wish that we have all this. And you know what? They are building forests in their country like mm-hmm. Dubai you know so we are at losing end if we do not change the mentality of destroying our nature All right. So we can completely understand how the journey has been. And what we really like about you as well is that you've always been very vocal. Mm-hmm. You've always been very firm about your views on the topic as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just a fight, but at the same time, it comes from a very honest place for yeah. you. However, in 2020, you were arrested. 2016. 2016. Yes. All right. So in 2016, you were arrested. 
we really want to know more of what happened and what took place after that. Yeah, as I said just now, because uh, forests and land are under state government and uh, when we criticise the rampant of deforestation by them because they have the power, but, you know, instead of, you know, listening to us, it's not that, you know, we are we are against them, but we are against the destruction because in long term, it will bring a lot of catastrophe to the country. So so because of that, I was been uh, arrested. But to okay. me, to me, you know, right is right, wrong is wrong, you know. But, yeah. All right. So that has to change. <laughs> so I'm sure it was also very traumatizing for you. Yes, yes, it was, it was, and um, but uh, it it made me more stronger, I think, <laughs> and I still, you know, talking about it, and I know even though I'm not being being liked by certain uh, people, but to me, you have to do it without fear of favor, because what you're doing is for the country, for the people, and for the future generation. It's not about me. It's not about the people up there, but to our children. And it, this has been your greatest motivation. Yes, yes. 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 All right. Very yeah. nicely said. You are very concerned over the future and not just about what's happening today, what has happened in the past. So you've always been very focused on the larger picture. So let's go into really wanting to know exactly where do you see your NGO going into the future, but at the same time, what are the changes that you want to see coming yeah. from this? Yeah. Well, being an environmentalist uh, in this line is it's a, it's a lonely battle and also a losing battle. At this moment, after all these years, I have not seen yet whether we have the lights at the end of the tunnel. I have not seen yet. And um, that, you know, everyone would rely, they, they should realize uh, the natural environment and how it would affect our lives and the lives of our future generation. And I, as I said, and um, you must understand that we are their custodians. And also it's our duty yeah, to protect whatever that we have. And um, I wish that the new government now will listen to the people and, to, and do what is right, especially in environment issues, because environment should be priority. And also I believe that, because I have suggested also that let, why, why can't the government gazette our Banjaran Titiwangsa? Mm-hmm. You know, that should be gazetted, but that is the, the lung of our country. country. You know? There's so many things we can do to improve whatever that we have left behind. I think proper planning is also very important. Very important. Right? But all these belong to our leaders. I mean, depend on our leaders, what they they have to do. They have a say to, to give us a direction. Yes. So as people of, you know, being very concerned and having mm. this sort of passion, mm. we know exactly what to do as well because yeah. there is a proper direction. Yeah. Right? Taking care of environment should be everybody's responsibility, mm-hmm. you know. It's not, should, it's not only the NGOs, mm-hmm. it should be everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we, we have the responsibility to look after our whatever that we have now, balance our, especially our natural resources. Yeah, I think the people also have that very strong power. Mm-hmm. If we want to make a change, mm-hmm. we have to start even with the little things around us, right? Exactly. And then we can look at the larger picture together because at least the battle and the journey is much easier for all as well, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, so Ponsri, this has been very interesting, but now let's talk a little bit about you. Outside of work, we, we're very very used to also hearing your interviews and especially when you speak of Perka um, out there especially whenever we are looking through you know even your Instagram it's very interesting to see how you've always had that core belief of what you want to do for nature but if let's say we look back into how it all started for you tracing back 
with your days in Penang Hill and how you really enjoyed being outdoors in nature. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yeah. that as well? Okay. Well, since young, I have always uh, loved being outdoor. Means, you know, I maybe because I came from broken family and uh, sports and outdoor has always been part of my life, you know. So it helps me to be what I am now. And um, in Penang, the best about Penang Island are the beaches, okay? And of course, I, I love my Penang Hill and all that. After that, I moved to KL. I always loved going into jungle, mm-hmm. doing my river trekking, mountain climbing. And, uh, and, and I have my own uh, 4x4. And then I've traveled most of the countries in the world. I've been to their forests, to their nature. I've seen with my own eyes that uh, nothing beat Malaysian forests. Yeah? Mm-hmm. We have the most beautiful um, forests. That's why it's so hurtful to me to see it's being taken for granted, it's being destroyed and all that. And I'm also a president of Women's Sports and Fitness Foundation. Okay. Where in short form, eh, mm-hmm. Women's Sports and Fitness Foundation, it's in short form, it's called WSFFM, mm-hmm. was established in 1995 mm-hmm. with vision you know, to encourage and to advocate yeah, healthy lifestyle uh, in sports and fitness among women doesn't matter how old you are. A lot of women say, oh, you know, I'm getting old, I better mm-hmm. be at home. So you've you know? put them together under this foundation yes. where it's all in the same interest uh, of being outdoors with activities yes, as well. Yes, yes. Right. Because, yeah, even now I have my own fitness centre. Mm-hmm. I used to teach uh, aerobics at oh, one wow. time, yeah, because um, I remember looking at Jane Fonda okay. <laughs> and look at her now, you know, still looking good at 84, you know, Jane Fonda. So if she well, can you're do you're aging it, very gracefully as well we can it's, say this it's it's more about it's more about uh, your health healthy lifestyle yeah. you know your lifestyle so what's life like at home for you are your kids very much into the same sort of activities uh, as well not really unfortunately hoping that you know they can take over <laughs> my place you know in the sense that's why you know maybe they will at their, their later age I don't know but at this moment they are still busy with their family and all that and I, I have three restaurants and I love baking and cooking I believe that I think we should not waste our time you know we have 24 hours in a day it's best to just make use of it and go all out time is so precious to me Uh, live to the fullest keep learning and learning all the time and here's the fun fact as well you have a black belt in taekwondo yes yes so you started off years ago or how did this whole thing start yeah it was yeah first I followed my friend you know she Mm -hmm. said oh come and join me Mm -hmm. so I first I thought okay let's try and I seems to like it very much so I joined taekwondo ITF the International Taekwondo Federation uh, many years ago until my fall done but I've slowed down a lot lately <laughs> because I'm more involved with other things and also because of this pandemic you know you cannot do uh, group training so I have no choice to stop and um, beside Taekwondo I'm, as I said I was teaching uh, fitness and now as a president of Women's Sports and Fitness Foundation for almost already 10 years I created my own exercise routines and a lot of my friends are following and they do it in the park. Okay. Yeah, outdoor. Mm-hmm. So I prefer to tell them, look, exercise outdoor, it's better for us. Yeah. All right, very mm. nice. So I think, you know, what's also another thing that we can conclude here? You're not someone we want to mess with. 
That's the black belt we'll be talking about in Taekwondo. <laughs> All right, so why don't you also share with us a little bit about, because you know you have a lot on your plate at times, you know, in terms of your NGO. And then now that you mentioned that the uh, fitness path that you're taking as well, so it has been quite a lot of things that you're juggling. What is the best advice you would give any woman right now? A lot of women who have also followed your journey yeah. from, you know, 11 years back to also picking up your book for mm -hmm. that matter. Mm -hmm. So what would your advice be? Well, uh, first of all, you have to believe in yourself. Yeah? You have to believe in yourself and your passion because I believe in, in, in any, anything you do, you have to have passion. All right? Don't think about, oh, I want to make money, I want to make money. You know? I think passion comes first and money will come later. Believe in your instinct. If what you believe is right, there will always be support from people of the same of your mind and all that. As I said, time is precious. Mm -hmm. Keep on learning to something benefit for the country, something benefit for the people. Whatever that you take, you must always give back. All right. Mm. So what's next for you and Perka? Well, Perka, we would like to spread awareness of the importance of natural environment to as many people as possible. And then we hope to garner bigger and more visible support uh, for our cause, you know, because it, it really concerned to uh, for everyone, and also we are looking at ways and means, yeah, to push for the change of um, constitutional mm -hmm. and also state laws, as I said just mm -hmm. now, because it's all under mm -hmm. state matters mm -hmm. where the natural environment is concerned. Mm -hmm. So put it prioritize our natural environment first and also we would like to be um, affiliated uh, with the international community you know fighting for the same cause because it's not only Malaysia it happens everywhere but I will still say that our country is in very slow pace in in this direction a faster growth is exactly what yes, you're trying to yes, yes. get out of this yes. yeah Yes, and also that I would like to groom, um, you know, a younger person to take over Perka because mm -hmm. I think it's about time, you know, sometimes you come to, an, to a certain period where you have to uh, groom mm -hmm. and you have to uh, get somebody else to take over and they mm -hmm. will do a better way. Those yeah. with passion and at the yes. same time, you yes. know, they have a, a good way to bring this forward as well, yeah, the exactly. entire NGO. Exactly. Yes. All right. This entire session here today has been very enlightening to a lot of us, especially people with passion, you know, to really understand what's happening to our environment at the same time. So thank you very much today, Puan Sri, for being here, for being completely honest at the same time in terms of your journey of how it first started 11 years ago up to today. And you are still putting up a very good fight here. Thank so you. So we wish thank you all you. the very best and thank, thank you. you for your time. Yeah. So there you have it. That's it today for me. I am Jalisa Sanjana signing off. <laughs>